0: This is Jeff. And this is your Enneagram Coach, the podcast, where we're here to help you to understand yourself with astonishing clarity so that you can break free from self-condemnation, fear, and shame by knowing and experiencing the unconditional love, forgiveness, and freedom in Christ. Well, today is a very special day. It is our podcast birthday, one years old. We mm-hmm. are like a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> we're just getting our legs. Or
1: could it be a... Toddler, oh boy, that's free. Oh that's boy, free. I'm coming in hot. Here we but are. I'm about it.
0: So, as you can hear, we're celebrating <laughs> this milestone with two of our favorite people, Dave Barnes and Annie F. Downs. So, Eddie, Downs. I like yes. you. Do that hey in guys, yes. 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 hey, your yes. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're here to celebrate together. So, Dave and Annie, thank you, and welcome to our podcast. Thank well, you.
2: Happy
3: birthday, you guys. Yes. You're one of the first COVID babies. I know, <laughs> right? Uh, There's a lot of them now, but y'all were one of
2: the first teams awesome.
3: born yeah. because of COVID, and we are very grateful.
0: Oh, well, I mean, just to be able to start a podcast in yeah. the middle of a pandemic was, you know, not easy, but it was so needed. You know, a lot of people need guidance during such a hard season, yeah. and I feel like we've been able to kind of give that in different ways with a yeah. lot of different topics. So y'all for really us, have. it has been a real joy. Um, well, I first want to just kind of dive in to let people know how... I know you, which okay. I mean, I don't know you like super well, but the stories and why I invited you here are really just kind of dear to me. So, so Annie, you know, we met uh, a couple years ago, I, I was trying to even remember the date, but we were at Church of the City yeah. in Franklin mm-hmm. and you were speaking and I was in the third row towards the middle on the aisle and you just look down, I think it was either during the talk or before the talk and you go, Hey, wait, aren't you the Enneagram coach? And- <laughs> And this is before anything. Like, it wasn't
3: mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning, by the way. No, it was no, a no. women's event. A women's event. event. But I did like, it's stop awesome. in the middle of a Sunday no, 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 no. morning. He,
1: Jesus would have been really mad. If yeah, yeah. Jesus was like, like sure.
0: Annie, come on. Annie,
2: sure. finished the thought. Finished <laughs> yes,
0: oh, my yes. gosh, right? But it was just – this was before, mm-hmm. like, really much had happened for YEC, your Enneagram coach. And it just was like, what? You know, and it just was such a sweet – Um, expression I think of God to me as a type nine Mm. to kind of like call me out because you know nines we think our voice doesn't matter our presence doesn't matter yeah why am I doing this and so for you just to kind of recognize the work that I've been doing and kind of call me out just really was endearing to me Mm. and then we got to know each other behind the scenes and then we got together for lunch and that was really fun Um, and then I came on your podcast and I did episode 53 Mm -hmm. and that was kind of a catalyst for YEC because a lot of people then got to hear me, hear yeah. my viewpoint, how I bring it from a Christian perspective, and so people kind of refer back to that. So one, I just want to thank you just for your kindness, your hospitality, just kind of connecting me with different people. I mean, probably for you, you're like, this is just what I do, you know, but for me, it was really kind of an important piece of getting to where we are today, yeah. so I just want to say thank you. <gasps> I'm so glad,
3: and you've been on our Anya Summer Series. Yes, I did that. Helping us get mm-hmm. all that in correct order in 20, 2019. You're in the 2019 yep. every mm-hmm. single episode, yep. be telling us who is what and how. So your expertise is very valuable to me. So you're right. I love being a bridge for people to other people, but it's only when I think the people are really valuable. Mm. So I'm really grateful.
0: Well, I would love to hear in a second how you got to know the Enneagram, but I first want to tell people about Dave. So Dave, it it was around almost the same time, which I didn't know you guys knew each other. We don't. And you, have, <laughs> <laughs> and you might not even remember this, but we were at a day seven event. Um, yes, I do remember that. Downtown. And I think I was out in the parking lot and you're, you mm-hmm. stopped me the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. hey, aren't you the Enneagram mm-hmm. coach? And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what's happening? You know, <laughs> and it was just that same. It's just how God keeps pointing a type nine to like what you're doing matters. Oh. And to other people, that might not be a big deal for their personality type. But for a nine who is really trying to pave a path for others and constantly every day thinking, why am I doing this? It doesn't matter. Is anyone going to really listen? But to have people validate that just through the, the simple expression of, oh, hey, I've seen you or I know you or I love the work that you're doing just really meant a lot to me. And then I know we've kind of talked back and forth with a few things, trying to get some events going. Mm. But just that recognition was just really meaningful mm. to me. And so I just want to
3: say thank you
0: to mm. you, too. So
3: why don't you guys tell me? Well, How? first, you, is yeah. there a problem that two sevens were like, hey, you want to talk about me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you an interview coach? Because I would love to talk about it.
1: When that... you said that y'all went to lunch, I was like, the worst move that either one of y'all could have made is to ask me at lunch when I was just getting to know the Enneagram. Oh. Instead of been like, that's good. That's enough about you. So here's a couple <laughs> things about me. I'm trying to think. <laughs> 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 He's right. He's so right. Uh, oh.
0: It was really fun, though, when oh, we had lunch. Yes. It was agreed. at Baja Burrito, which yeah. you well, can't get. Obviously, yeah. it was. was. good. That's always good, yeah. You can't get much. Rather than that yeah so tell us how you guys learned about the enneagram and then where it's kind of taken you from that point to now
3: um dave ladies first okay we're wait i'm just kidding um, <laughs> <laughs> i will I, so for me i didn't know much about the enneagram i mean I, I i think i had heard the word this is in like 2010 and a friend of mine had a book at her house for kids and it was like enneagram for kids which you're kind of not supposed to do but there's still a book that exists right and And I was reading through it just sitting on her floor and it said on the sevens page, it said sevens can always think of other jobs they'd like to have. And I cried because I thought my whole life, there's this narrative in the church that, um, that contentment, if you are content, God will give you what you want. If Mm -hmm. you well, if you're content, then you'll get married. If you're content, then you'll get the job. Like, like a lack Mm -hmm. of contentment is keeping you from the thing you want. And my narrative all through college, and I was thirty when I read that. So for my teens and my twenties, the narrative in my head was the reason you're not getting what mm-hmm. you want is because you can't be content because you can always think of another job you'd rather have. Oh, wow! Jeez. And it, yeah, and it was it was marking everything, and so that was huge for me. Mm-hmm. And as I've dug into it, and I, I mean, I really appreciate how the Enneagram works with me on my motivations. Yeah. Not necessarily my behaviors. You and I've talked about this yeah. a lot, but I, yeah. I read like an eight, especially at work, mm-hmm. but all my motivations are seven motivations. Mm-hmm. And so it's been so helpful. It just gives me tools and language for here's what, here's when I can be unhealthy. Yes. And here's mm-hmm. when I, where I go when I'm unhealthy and here's what it looks like when I'm really healthy. And so for me, it is such a, such an understanding of who I've always been and what it looks like to get healthier as an right, Annie. Right. So, and to stay Annie, right? Yeah. Because I, mean, I think right. a lot of people, when they see
0: like their weaknesses and their shortcomings, especially on page, yeah. we can really fixate on that. But it's like, no, God has created you to reflect Him yeah. when our heart is aligned with the truth of the gospel. And yeah. that is the place that we're trying to why you see is to really help people to get there. Cause that's where real joy and freedom yes. and peace and all the things that we're really striving for. That's there. So we, mm-hmm. we don't want people to not be their type. God created you to be your type. Yes. Yes. So I hope, I mean, that's sounds like that's where you settled. Like, no, this is,
3: Oh, I've never been happier being Annie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I also have, have never been more sure of my faults and where I'm yes. not sure. good at this. And, So, yeah, that's exactly right.
4: You Mm. know, Bethy, I I remember that early on when we made the decision that we were going to make sure that we emphasized the gifts of each type Mm -hmm. because we all carry some hint of contempt, Mm. like of being who we are. Mm -hmm. We don't like the thoughts that we have. We don't like the patterns. We don't share these things. But we decided to draw people out. And I think uh, eights, I remember eights always tell Beth, like. You love eights. You speak of eights in a positive way um, because so much of their feedback can be negative.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny, too, because the most probably consistent um, thing that I hear is people are trying to figure out what number they are is to read the one you hate. Mm -hmm. And that's the one you are like, you know, as you're going (laughs) through the numbers, you read the weaknesses. Yeah. And the one you're like, oh, it's always like, found it. (laughs) So it's almost like the discovery of it already starts you on the Mm -hmm. journey backwards. That's right. While it it is the most helpful, it almost, (laughs) like, you know, you almost start by going, oh, I'm that number. You know, instead of going, like, oh, wow, there's this freedom and knowing, it almost starts backwards sometimes, I think. But
4: what's your story about finding the Enneagram?
1: um, I, in 84. I was young,
2: <laughs> but a studious young <laughs>
1: child. No, I um, I, it would have probably been like 2008 or nine. Yeah, he knew
3: before me. Um, mm-hmm. I remember okay. him. Knowing. Mm-hmm.
1: We uh, I have a friend named Chris Hewitts, who yeah. you guys mm-hmm. may know, mm-hmm. and uh, this is like way before he got into. Uh, obviously, you know, like y'all, he's now way into it. But he he actually told me about it because I was talking to him about um, just kind of life and some struggles and. Namely, my marriage. Like Annie and I were were just. Uh, about Quick
3: note: that. His wife's name is Annie. Yes, that's yes. going to be an important oh, okay. part. That's of That's going to be a very <laughs> he's important not him part and of I this. having yeah. this conversation. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, that. Thank you for that. Yeah, oh, boy, yeah. That before you were be like Annie and I had yeah. some problems,
3: yeah, and the, well, that's because she's not your wife. Yeah, yeah. So I understand <laughs> the marriage problem, but it doesn't problem. change
1: that we still do have problems. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> but
1: my wife, Annie, my Annie. Who's an eight? Well,
3: that's and, offensive because I feel yeah. like <laughs> okay, you love me too, weird. but yeah. No, okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I took it too far. Right, that's my right. problem. That's my problem. It's going to be like sister wives all of a sudden. <laughs> um, but uh, we, you know, we were just kind of in a season where we were, our, our littlest was, you know, about to be born. So this would have actually been like probably around the same time as you then, mm-hmm. probably 2010. Um Maybe nine. I don't know. But also,
3: it wasn't your youngest being born; it was your oldest when this
1: happened. At the time, it was our youngest. Um, <laughs> That's
3: actually true. That's actually and, true. Uh, he became the oldest. That's right. I'm like, let me fact um, check you on yeah, when your yeah. kids were
1: born. All the numbers are starting to get really weird in my head. Anyway, we we you know we had been married for uh, about five or six years, and we're coming to those first like real struggles yes. and and really significant disconnects, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: more than before. And um, I remember confiding in in him, and he was like, man, you should really check this thing out that he had gotten into Mm -hmm. at the time, and, you know, it being the Enneagram. And I was like, okay, you know, and I remember reading, I think I ordered the, um, I don't remember which book I would have gotten. It may have been the Richard War one. Um, But uh, in reading mine, and much like Annie Downs, you know, was like, whoa, boy, this (laughs) is, but I'll tell you what was the most helpful, (laughs) which maybe this is a terrible tell, but reading my Annie's, when she figured yes. out she was an eight and we sat down and read it, it was like somebody gave me the blueprints yes. Yes. to relationship with her. And, and you know, we would have these huge disconnects, like the way that she would talk to me, I would think was attacking. Mm-hmm. So I would attack and then she would say, why are you attacking me? And I was like, you started this. You right?" Know? And, and there were these consistencies that we had that in the book, literally, it would say, very familiar problem for AIDS is that people say these phrases and I was like, <laughs> I say all these phrases. <laughs> so it just felt like suddenly there was some sanity and, and it really did become such a it, is a it is a discipline still to this day, especially mm-hmm. with, with, um, with Annie Miany, that, that I have to repeat these things in my brain you yes. know, like right. not and, and it's just made and it made our relationship almost it felt like overnight wow. so much more understandable yes and, and functional. Uh, where before you know we're just having these massive sort of you know because I don't know if this is true of most sevens but I'm if she wants to fight I'll fight mm-hmm. and so that's not good but I think so you can tell that would have been a really tricky cycle for us sure and then it was like oh and it would be, it became a joke last thing I'll say it was like to show how true it was she would say something and I would go respond like she didn't say it that way. And then she'd be like, oh, that's great. And I was like, you are crazy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, you know? That is awesome. Oh my gosh. That yeah. was just, you know, that was kind of the and way. She, she's,
0: your Annie is a yeah. eight with a seven wing, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. Is that what you were yeah. told Yeah, And okay. I think she's probably, count. She, she's the counter, yes. you know, so she's not that, mm-hmm. you know, I always yeah. say that if you're in her atmosphere, you feel that energy, but if you're not, you don't really. Yeah, um,
4: yeah, sure. Do you remember you what being, she learned about you?
1: Um, Nothing she didn't already
2: know. Sure, I think it was a lot more helpful. A
1: a written book that says it. now. she was like, "Oh, shocker." Um, No, I think um, I think she she had a better grasp of that stuff than I did. I I think hers, you know, as you guys know so well. I mean, any eight, you know, it's just a tricky. I think especially you know women, as they talk about two men and eight women, they have the trickiest sort of you know, journey, because it's so counter cultural, those numbers for each of those genders, right. and what sort of, especially in the West, we've kind of gone like, men should look like this one. Yeah, she looked like that. And so I think, for me, it was just so helpful, because again, I think I had my narrative of like, why are you not either one, like my mom or my sister, the yes. women I knew well, um, and to go, oh, this is how you work. Oh, okay. And, you know, it was just. Yeah, I was actually just on
0: a call with a bunch of our coaches um, and we were talking about eights, especially eight women. And, you know, when I started studying the Enneagram, like getting really deep into it, at this point it was probably like 2005. And as a nine, you know, I wasn't at my healthiest place at this Mm -hmm. point, you know, because I'm just kind of learning and growing, too. And. I remember reading about the AIDS and almost like being fearful to read about the AIDS. Like, oh, like, yeah. what do I do with this like space? And I remember as a nine in this particular book, it talked about the, at the healthiest, the type nine will have an indomitable spirit. And mm. I thought, what is that? You know, like that is just not possible. And I definitely thought that couldn't be possible if I was in an interaction with a type eight. And at the time that was probably true. But God was so gracious to me that when I was getting my training, there were three eights in the group that somehow just really gravitated towards me. And they were so vulnerable with me. Mm -hmm. Like, they just peeled back all that armor and Mm -hmm. allowed me to see the true part of an eight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I see you. Like, I really see you as an eight. And what's so remarkable about eights, and I know you see this, is in your wife is they're actually some of the most tender on the Enneagram. Oh, man. Uh Like, their heart is so tender. And I tell people it's almost like they have a third-degree burn on their heart, Mm. and they have to protect it. Yeah. Uh You know, because is anyone going to harm it? It's like if we had a third-degree burn on our arm, we're not just going to go around, like, bumping Uh into stuff. We're going to do something to protect Uh that. Uh And they have these ways of protecting themselves Uh from anyone that might harm them or, you know, harm the, the ones that they're really close to. But what people only see and feel is that protective shield or that protective armor. Right. And yet what's really happening inside is this very tender person that is able and willing to plow a path for those they love or Mm -hmm. those that they are all in for. and. And that's where it makes it really challenging because people really misunderstand AIDS. But I'm so glad for you and your, you know, and your marriage that you're able to really kind of peel back that onion in the sense of the enneagram and go, oh, that's why you're doing what you're doing. Well, you know,
1: the the, the shortcut for me would have just been a lot of things, but the main one would have been just tell the truth,
2: <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is. Well, no matter yeah. what. Well, but I you know, just the interesting thing about watching.
3: A marriage. So the family I am most up close with is Dave and Annie's family. Mm -hmm. And so the the benefit for singles in relationship with married couples who do their Enneagram work is Annie and I are better at relationship.
2: Right. Because
3: yeah. I'm a seven, her husband's a seven and and so she has learned how to talk to sevens yes. right yeah. And I am learning how to be with her in her eightness yeah and and so it, it is really interesting how well that plays out that any relationship you work on, including the Enneagram helps everyone exactly that you're in relationship with Exactly. And I think that's I, I don't know that I would have predicted that when I was learning about the Enneagram of how much it helps watching my uh, my family. Mm-hmm. Be be healthy in their enneagram and how much it helps me with communication. Exactly. Well,
4: let me share a little bit, a little secret here about uh, Jeff and Beth's marriage. <laughs> oh, great! Here
3: we go. Guys. Um,
4: Beth has a strong eight wing. Mm-hmm. Now it's not the same and kind you're of a six, correct? Uh, that's right. Okay, uh, but I thought I was an eight for how long, Beth? You think five years?
0: Uh, so, yeah, some. Yeah, it was for a while. I, I remember. So me, we meaning we f- he thought he was an eight.
4: So from about 2001, 2006, thousand six, seven, I thought I was an eight. Wow. We go to a pastoral intensive, and the therapist says, no, I think you're a six. And I'm like, forget you. This Enneagram thing is stupid. <laughs> right, I'm out.
2: Right. <laughs> so I
4: didn't touch it for a year. Wow. I was so frustrated. And then I'm like, okay, you got me. I, I'm yeah. a six. But I know with great intimacy, Beth's. Eight wing because she only comes out primarily towards me. Yeah. Oh, wow. We've even given her a name.
0: Yeah.
4: Her her name is Regina. Oh wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sometimes it's
3: she's raging Regina. Oh, okay. Regina.
4: That's right. So when whenever... you
3: love when he brings that up when you're in the middle of Regina English.
0: Well actually he's learned how that and that's the key is that to honor that that the different parts of us, so the wings and the lines that we're connected to, these are all parts of who we are, mm-hmm. and they bring good intent. Their uh-huh. their intentions are to help us, to help our main type, to get what we desire, and to get away from what we fear. But they don't always do it in the best, most helpful way. Uh And so we've learned how to understand these parts of us and when they pop up. So, you know, Jeff will even say sometimes, like, I don't think I'm really talking to Beth right now. (laughs) That's right. And it actually
4: helps. And uh, back to the idea of us not liking our type to simply say to Beth, like, I, I see Regina whenever she's at her best, Mm. because, I mean, you know what it's like in building a platform and building a business. Sometimes it takes a lot of effort to push through some hard obstacles that as a nine, she might not be inclined to do. But there's a strong, driven, persevering part of her that steps into conflict and paves a way, yeah. even when it's the most difficult. Now, at times I get in the way <laughs> and I'm fully aware of it, um, But yet at the same time, I also see it's a part of my wife's glory. We
0: actually, one day we were arguing about something and and I got kind of internally riled up. And so I just kind of dismissed myself from the room because I knew this was my thing. Mm. I was was bringing more to the situation. (laughs) And so I went upstairs and we kind of. Finished talking about it through texting, which really helps me as a night oh, because wow. I can shut down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So texting feels a little less threatening at yeah. times. So when we were up there, you know, we we worked it out. And he was like, well, do you want to come down and finish watching this show? And I was already kind of working on something and I had been stuck on whatever it was. Yeah. And so here Regina had showed up, right? You know, I'm kind <laughs> of like activated inside. and. <laughs> And I was like, no, because now I have clarity. Because eights, they know exactly what they want. They're determined, and they go get it. And when she shows up,
1: until they turn into their five self, and yeah, then it's yeah, yeah, literally the opposite, right?
0: <laughs> but 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 I realized in that moment, like, okay, we're okay, we're good. But I got this clarity, this energy that is right here, right now, and I'm going to use that. Mm-hmm. And so it was really, you know, uh, a moment of clarity to use that to help my nine to get through what was already getting me stuck.
3: Okay. So Beth, that leads me, this is a great setup. Like here's one year of doing a podcast. Like, how does it feel? What What do you feel like y'all have learned? What's it been like to do a podcast? I mean, you're talking to two podcasters here. Yes, yeah. Dave and I, what does it feel like? You know, we've really
0: enjoyed it, and it's been really hard. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it's because Jeff and I have a passion to bring excellent Enneagram content from a gospel center perspective. And in order to do that, you, one, you need to know the Enneagram really well. But you can't just say whatever you want to say. You want to make sure that it's constantly pointing people back to the true hope, mm-hmm. and so it takes a lot. It takes a lot of time to think, study, process the information. And I think when we first got in early on, we were doing a lot of content. Well, we had,
4: yeah, we had a plan yeah. to coach people on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we would bring individuals, oh, yeah. different types, or couples, and coach them. Well, then
0: the pandemic, then the happened. pandemic
4: <laughs> happened. We're like, Oh man. Well, okay. Everything right. changed. So right. within the, like, before we released the first podcast, we decided let's pivot and actually start researching how people of each type are responding to the pandemic. Yeah. And so then it became this, we're going to teach on responses and then walk the wheel or kind of go through all nine types. And yeah. it, and it early on, it was really hard. Um, and i say say the, the other thing that was really difficult is the fact that we were in our home with microphones. So we didn't, you could see the metrics of people listening, but you're not in front of audiences. You're not in front of people. It's just Beth and I talking together in a room wondering, is this helpful to anybody? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. 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 And I mean, you guys have probably felt that this year. Like, you know, usually you're on stage and at least you're getting some feedback more often. And, and here you are like, "Uh, I'm not really sure. So in all of that, I think what we've learned is we really enjoy it. We process our preparation very different. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. And... But in that, it's also been good to to learn from one another. Like Jeff, being the sixth, he wants to prepare, think through all the things, and I'm like, let's just get in there and just go for it, you know? Like, why do we have to think about everything, you know? But then when we actually kind of do it his way, I'm like, yeah, that, that was it. good. That was good to prepare. <laughs> we we, we definitely got it. a lot more out of this, you know.
4: I'd like to make that her ringtone. That <laughs> Jeff's usually right.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I don't hear that you often. That printed inside uh, your uh, wedding. That's band. right. <laughs> That's exactly, right. I want to, I, I need. we need a tattoo. We've got
3: it recorded. <laughs> yeah, that's you, that's can, right. you can listen back to that as many times listen as you want to. Exactly.
4: That would be fantastic.
0: Yeah. And then I think also just meeting people and hearing their stories. It's just so fun. You, you know? know, one
1: of the casualties I can't imagine, it must be so, and maybe it hadn't happened to y'all yet, but it, it is, if it hasn't, you know, it's going to is when you're going to have somebody on that's convinced they're one number. Yes. And as no, you're interviewing not. them, you're like, oh, it happens you're looking to at each other. And oh, it like, happens
0: to her a lot. Not necessarily yes. on the show. But it has happened. Just, and there's actually yeah. been people like either that have been, and I'm trying to think, has there been anyone on the show? I can't say. That would
1: be so awkward because you're like 10 minutes in and y'all have prepped for like a five. And then you yes. realize they're a four or a six or whatever. And you're looking at each other and like, what am I going to do? And they're like, yes. so anyway, that's what's so hard about being a five. Right. Like, yeah, I like, mean, yeah. that <laughs> happens to me where people come
3: up and they're like, I'm a seven, and I'm like you're a three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I respect you, but you're wrong. That's awesome. Yeah. I know what you want to, because I know what you want to be. Yes, that actually isn't what you are, right? Yes. So, yeah. yes, I bet that happens so to that, you a that, lot. That does happen,
0: or I mean, a lot of people that you know, like let's say an eight, they'll read. Um, the type three is the. Um, you know, successful achiever, and they're like, "Well, yeah, that's me," and they don't read anything else. They just <laughs> <see> the <laughs> right, lines. right, yeah. right, right, right. And I'm right. like, "Well, yeah, you're an eight. You, you yeah. do amazing things, you know. But that's not what this not is really that. talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. once I show them the differences, like, oh yeah, I'm yeah, totally yeah. an eight. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it happens quite often. Yeah, yeah, that
1: would be that would be one of the things I think in a podcast like you is that I would be the most nervous about if I was mm-hmm. hosting it. It's mm-hmm. just like we're gonna get somebody <laughs> on yeah. here, and to your point, Andy, that's like sure. Yeah, like, I know what I am. Yeah,
0: and what's hard about that? It's it's for me. I'm like, yeah. So you you got it wrong. It's like, that's okay. But usually people have clung on so hard, kind of like Jeff. Like I'm an eight, and yeah. then he realizes he's not, and then it's like forget this, you know, for a yeah. whole year. Yeah.
2: This thing is stupid. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah.
0: And we actually were at a, kind of an event. I guess it was a small event that there was about 20 college kids maybe a little older than college kids and this one girl was like I'm a I can't remember what her type was I think she said I'm a four and she's like and I know I'm a four like she was convinced she's a four and I was like and my mom like okay we'll see yeah and as we were going she started to realize I might be a five and so she came up to me later and we talked about it and she's a 5 you know and that just happens all the time and that's why you know it and then as a 9 you know then I'm trying to walk this like I don't want to upset you and I don't want to like speak too harsh <laughs> into your life you know but I will I, I'll say to people look I'm I'm getting a different energy mm-hmm. and vibe from you than what you think you are yeah. now I could be wrong so I'd love for you to convince yeah. me yeah but I don't know and yeah. so usually I'm right though yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I like what just I'm happened you're right a lot but also she but, just claims she's also yes. right a lot
4: no yeah. when it comes to typing she feels the type so wow. she really is kind of like a Yoda reading the force
0: mm-hmm. do you wow. believe both of us are we right that we're sevens yes but I can you know you had said Annie if you need
4: dates. to be a seven you can <laughs> be a seven
3: <laughs> no <laughs> no at this point it's so public it's practically my middle of it. Sure. So, you know what's <laughs> funny
1: though about you Annie that's been really fascinating to watch as, as your I don't know. It's been really interesting because you you nail it. You do like it is so fascinating. Your work energy mm-hmm. is very eight. Your yeah. life energy is very seven. Yes. And yeah. so it's interesting to see like like the take charge part of you has mm-hmm. no problem mm-hmm. like doing that here. Mm-hmm. And then you know. I come
3: over to your house and carry mm-hmm. your kids around like a mar- like we're in a marching band <laughs> yeah. and hit yeah. them with a the frisbee. So yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. And yeah. and
0: that's the beautiful thing. I think a lot of people get so kind of fixated on. Th- you know, their main type. Mm-hmm. And yes, that is the reigning, you know, core motivations. Why you think, feel, and behave in certain ways? But those other parts of us play a very significant mm-hmm. role, you know, for better or for not yeah. better. And we need to know how they're operating in us and, and really lead them. So yeah. we yeah. kind of talk about how within even ourselves, you know, there's like a, a little Bethy who's wounded and, you know, we're all trying to protect her, you know, cause we don't, yeah. we don't want to have to go there. But does coach Beth, the healthy version of myself, show up well enough to mm-hmm. lead my entire self? Yeah. And so, you know when when do I use my eight in a healthy way, and when do I use my one? I mean, I need her, right? Uh-huh. Like she brings accuracy and precision, and she wants things done well. That's great. But I also don't need to use her in a critical, judgmental way, even if it's from a nine perspective where it's passive aggressive. Like, yeah. that is not good. So we just have to be very aware. But yeah, I, no, I, I know I, Victoria do the, as well. The, the I'm
4: very familiar energy. with her yeah. one part.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, very. Victoria is her name? Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Y'all are weird. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> do you have different yeah. names for your two? Oh, yes.
4: absolutely. Yeah, I've got <laughs> all of it. one of them, Bruce. Six. Uh, oh. Close. I do have a couple of Bs, but no, three Bs. Um, Wait, you have
3: three other people besides you? In you?
4: Hold hold on, that was not a well phrased yeah, like question. We Let's
1: start over. Let's just start.
4: I do I do not have mental illness. I'm not
3: <laughs> no, schizophrenic. No, 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 <laughs> no. And if you were, that would be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we, like we, we invite them everybody. out right now. Yeah. Yeah. We want, we want to you meet them. This okay, is, so this... so do you have a seven part of you and a five part of you? That
4: uh, that's right. So five, seven, and three, and nine. Um, oh yeah, a four yeah. Four yeah. part. I've got. I'm, I can be very four like. My my family makes fun of well, me so whenever are, are it shows been up
0: to the tri types. Yeah, 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 okay. oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In his tri type. Okay. That's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah.
4: So yeah, what what we've done in order to create relationship and to be able to access these parts of us that sometimes are welcome, sometimes not, is that we kind of personify and give them a name, mm. so that we can just name it and relate to it. So if if I'm seeing her. One part, Victoria, show up, and she's really, really concerned to not break any Enneagram rules. Hmm. Mm. But being a counterphobic six, <laughs> I like pressing into the rules to test them. And so it, I had to honor that part of her that yeah. wants to be faithful to it, that wants to be faithful to a biblical worldview as well. So we just honor it. Like, it sounds like Victoria's getting in the way here. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it that you're trying to be perfect in that actually good enough is going to be good enough. So we did
0: an episode, um, I think it's episode 16 and 17 on what's called internal family system. And it's a, a counseling therapeutic modality where you realize not just do we have family external family dynamics, but we have internal family dynamics. and Because you know how we always say, well, there's a part of me that wants to do this, and there's a part of me that doesn't. Oh, and then yeah, there's yeah. a part yeah. of me that wants to jump off the cliff, and there's a part of me that's smart and knows not to. You know. Yeah. That's really what – we're talking about these parts in us. Um, and, in fact, I'm currently writing a book basically on what we're talking about because if we can understand these parts that show up in us, whether they're doing it in a healthy or unhealthy way, it really changes the whole land, in, internal landscape. Now, this yeah. is a whole new level of Enneagram. Yeah. But it really is important because all of these parts are trying to help the main type in us. Mm-hmm. And that's why focusing on the main type is really crucial. But these other are like these supportive roles. And so by understanding them and navigating them, as co- if Coach Beth will show up and, you know, lead them well and especially understanding the gospel and re- reminding each of my parts about the gospel, then I can lead from a totally different trajectory. You know, no longer am I afraid of conflict and afraid of upsetting people. I can know what my role is and move into that, mm-hmm. which is a totally different mindset. So, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so we're, yes, we have many parts. <laughs> yes. We have and many they have parts. Names. Yeah. And they
4: have names That's and we brilliant. talk about it. Yeah. So, yesterday I was doing, uh, uh, I was partnering with uh, my five part, so I had a library of about three thousand books. When I grew anxious as a six, I buy books uh-huh. to gain oh, yeah. knowledge, yeah, I resources. Get I get that. And so I just filled our home with books yeah. at times. And so Which is uh, your yesterday, weighing, right? that's right. So yesterday, uh, or actually, over the past week. Uh, I I got rid of probably 300 books. Jeez, wow. And just saying, like those books served me in the time that they I yeah. bought them and had them. But in this next season of life, I'm there. N- something I need to rely on something. Which that was
0: hard for you in the past to let go because that would be letting oh, go. of resources sure. That's resources. right. I mean, think
4: of a book that was very helpful to you in your early 20s Bible. that. <laughs>
3: It's still come a helpful on, resource. Come on. <laughs> it is. It's
1: still there. There's so many books in it.
3: The too. one right now that's changing Dave's lives are, is my library. Yeah. All yeah, my books. All of Dave's uh-huh. books. Which <laughs> are just her books. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Her <laughs> books. <laughs> Only just books her
1: she's written. <laughs> <read. laughs>
4: yeah, but something that may have served you in your early 20s that, that now at a later age in life, you're like, that was helpful in the moment. But yeah. my right. thoughts, my right. paradigm, how everything works is quite different.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, as you said, it served its purpose. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
4: And not to be shamed. I mean, yeah. I, there were some books in there that I'm like, whoo, <laughs> <laughs>
3: mm, Yeah.
4: <laughs> that meant to something to me at the time.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did the best we could with what we had, yeah. right? Yeah, like at the right. time, my 20-year-old self read books and bought books and thought things that, that I had to do to cope to get here. Right? Yes. Right? That's and right. so getting rid of those, that, it, that does feel like such a big, mm. wow, for especially for your type, for my type, mm-hmm. it's kind of like. This is keeping me from getting to something, so go! Yes. That's right. yeah, 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 I'm trying to push them off the yeah. cliff. Right.
4: Well, yeah. this is sort of what it's like to roll with Beth and I. Like, we can go way down the path and get very deep, and then yeah. we can have fun, too. So one of the reasons why we're celebrating with you both is that Beth and I live quite boring lives. We're empty <laughs> I nesters. I did not believe this. And it is very quiet for mm. most of the day until the Zoom meeting starts.
1: You guys are so young
3: to be
2: empty nesters. I know. Nesters. I know, right? i it's, no, oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell? Thank you, Dad. I can't believe you just said that. That was very
4: sassy
2: of you. Not, I, I'm not starting many people to have, see that. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm starting to have friends that are empty nesters, and it's kind of like, y'all, that was, a, that was some trickery y'all did. Now you're getting to live
0: your (laughs) life, But that's true. So we got married at 20, had Nate at 23, and Libby at 25. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, you know, we're empty nesters now, and it's awesome because it's like we're still young-ish. Yeah, yeah. For sure Listen, as
1: long as you can walk without a walker and you're empty nesters, (laughs) that's yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, (laughs) yeah, we're having a great time.
4: So, in light of our very calm life, let's celebrate year one with two sevens. Yeah. 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 So, I and I, I have a stopwatch here so I can give you a time frame. But <laughs>
1: yeah. you're
2: going to I how, want Dave to what go is, first. Make Dave go
4: what, first. Is your, what has been your favorite birthday celebration?
0: We'll be back after a quick break. Moms, it's here. Registration is open for Enneagram for Moms cohort. Yes, from May 6th to May 13th, you can grab your spot. be in one of the cohorts with moms of the same Enneagram type, plus with a certified Enneagram coach leading the way. Wouldn't that be the most amazing thing to be with like-minded moms who really understand what it's like to be on your journey as a mom from your type? Yes, it will feel so validating, reassuring, affirming, encouraging. You don't have to mom alone anymore. Go to yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash cohorts to grab your spot today because there's only 25 spots available for each cohort. Now we have a cohort for all nine types in the daytime and one in the evening, but when the spots are filled up, they're gone. So grab your spot today at your forward slash cohorts. The groups start the week of June 10th and go until the week of July 29th. There are 90 minute sessions and there's eight of them. Plus you'll get a free Facebook group community where you can continue the conversation with one another. Join today.
1: That, that's an easy one for me. Well, no, it's not. Wow. As I was saying that, I was like, Bop, beep, bong, bing. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> um, no, Annie, uh, one of the things that is so great about my Annie, about Annie Barnes, is she, this is where her seven wing gets real flexed. Like, she is a party throwing machine. Yes. Okay. And yeah. so... One is sort of like the, one of the best parts of our marriage is that I, I like to be celebrated. Yeah. And she likes to celebrate. And so she just, you know, we. but the one that comes to mind first was my 40th, oh, um, okay. which is weird because I'm only 35. But, um, <laughs> uh, in my face, but, um, <laughs> no, but I pay for that. <laughs> that's, that's expensive habit. No, I, um, But it was just, it was really fun. She surprised me and we had, I think that the thing I'll say is the thing that's consistent for me, and I know I'm speaking for you, but you can tell your version of this, but um, the thing that's always consistent with me with Great Birthdays is just people. Mm -hmm. Like it can kind of be anywhere doing anything, but as long as my people are there. It always feels, yeah. you know, that that's my favorite thing. Yeah. I just like to be with my people. Um, yeah. And so it's funny because I think a lot of people would be like, oh, I want to go. Even like you think of some fun, we go to New York for a weekend together. That would be fun, but I, it would not feel complete. I wouldn't have felt like I had a birthday if it wasn't. At some point we had some matter of people together to right. hang out. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: a lot of people at your fortieth. You yeah. know what's funny? My favorite birthday was when Annie Barnes threw my fortieth birthday. There you go. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 honestly, my birthday last summer was so special, the friends who threw it, and so specifically Annie, mm. that I don't talk about it. It was so sacred to me. But mm. I will tell you it ended mm-hmm. with twenty of us in a swimming pool fully clothed. All grown ups. That's at hilarious. eleven o'clock at night yeah. we all just jumped in a pool on our like dresses and outfits and but i mean it it was genuinely so i felt so known mm. by my friends that i can't i don't talk about it
1: well one yeah. one more shout out to Annie Barnes is that that has she is a ninja I don't know a human being that knows her friends,
3: Yes. As well as Annie does. Yeah, that's true. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. It is like she is always assimilating data. And yeah. so what's great is a seven being married to her. And, and, you know, Annie, knowing her, also Annie Downs know her so well, is that, man, when she gets you something or she celebrates you like a birthday, it is crazy how Accurate. good. Accurate, yeah. Yes. It's like. Because
3: literally our birthdays were lots of years apart, our 40th. No. <laughs> <laughs> they were not. And. And Dave's looked just like Dave and mine looked just like me yeah, yes. and the same person threw them both. Exactly. You know? And I mean, the, both of us had, it, Annie was more singular with Dave's and it was a couple of friends that threw mine, but Annie was a driving force. Man. But man, it was it was spectacular. That. But
1: both both were people. I think yes, for both po- of us it's yeah, about but,
3: and, Which people. was hard in a pandemic. The way my friends yeah. made a way for me to see everyone that I love, just about, I mean, not everyone, but a good chunk of the people mm-hmm. that were in ta- town and willing to. Gather yeah. during a pandemic mm-hmm. in unique ways was unbelievable. Oh, that's was so special. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: for us, it's, it's the exact same. So after yeah. this, we're going to celebrate the one year yeah. of the podcast at our house with our team, those that mm-hmm. are local. So yeah. we, we do work uh, virtually, but those that are local, we're going to kind of get together. And that is just going to Yeah. Be for world. a
3: six and a nine, what is it? Is it it's people? Is it-
0: oh, yeah. 100% people.
4: Really? Yeah, it's it's more about sitting around the living room and having meaningful fun conversations. Mm. There's no excitement to it. I mean, I was thinking my 40th was probably the most special and Beth had had some friends put together some comments on my impact upon their lives. Mm. Wow.
2: And and I felt spider. seen. Like I
4: don't want to I I don't want recog- to see in myself how much I've meant to people during their dark seasons. And so wow. she named it because mine is more right. like duty, like, okay, it's one year of a podcast. Let's move on because we've got 50 more years to go. Yeah,
2: I hope. Right, there's... <laughs> I hope y'all keep going. <laughs> That's right.
4: So my, my heart is, I mean, it, just hearing you guys tell the stories of excitement kind of brings, it challenges me. Like, why, why isn't it okay for people to celebrate my presence in their lives mm-hmm.
3: yeah i would imagine both of you oh it's based not, on your types that that's a let's so just keep going let's just keep going we don't have to stop and do a one so year yeah okay yeah. good yes. we're, we're happy because you've got yeah. two
0: people here but, that live to celebrate <laughs> but we, we what we did we were talking about this with one of our teammates is if if you want to celebrate us that's that's great if we can celebrate all of us together mm-hmm. so like let's say our team celebrating this one year anniversary if you make it about jeff and i we are not going to enjoy that. Mm. But if we make it about how the team collectively has done this together, that's going to be awesome. Like we're going to have so much fun. Is
3: that six and nineness or is that mm-hmm. maturity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll just, right. also how we'll do just we get both. there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah tell me more about
0: that we'll just say it's both no, okay yeah no i no i would say because the nine really doesn't want the spotlight on them mm-hmm. um that's very uncomfortable we don't like to promote ourselves or make a big deal about ourselves and so in some ways actually stepping into the spotlight is kind of a healthy thing for nine not in the sense like they become arrogant yeah, and, yeah, and prideful yeah, yeah. but just like yeah. yeah i've got something to offer um but then i think for the six you know it's like you know, it's a team mentality is is where the sixes live, and mm-hmm. so it can be a, a negative and it can be a positive. I think someone just would have to check their heart and what's going on. Wow. We could
4: easily walk the wheel on birthday parties yeah. with types.
3: Oh, totally. <gasps> Second birthday? Are we already <laughs> making a Second plan? Walk yeah. <laughs> the wheel with birthdays.
0: <laughs> That'd be fun to actually have all the types represented. We could just talk about sure how they celebrate. Right? That's that would right. be
1: fascinating. Um So, so I, I know. This is always a temptation of mine. Like, even seeing y'all in there, I almost went into a natural state of like, can we just, I want to ask you a couple of quick questions.
3: <laughs>
4: but do you oh, the quick question. That's what well, oh, we know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a quick question. Actually, a quick question. <laughs> yes. uh, I, I'm a six who's faced trauma. What do I do? <laughs> yes.
3: I mean, Beth, I've texted well, Beth first... twice in dating relationship, been like, quick question. <laughs> he said this. <laughs> yes. What's going on? Yes. Haven't I? Yes. 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 <laughs> it, it,
1: it's it's the first shot. It's the shot across the bow. Yes. You yes. know what's coming yeah. after. Just quick just question. A quick. Yes. Well, I know you guys are getting to your and car. which
3: cracks me <laughs>
0: because you're getting your right. car. Which because there's nothing quick about the no. That Nothing ever.
2: Right? So, so. What,
1: what, is, what is that like? I can't imagine what it would be like to have a knowledge about it and a practical knowledge at that. Knowing, and you know, as people get to know y'all, especially know your faces because mm-hmm. of social media now, so it's not even like you can just write books and do podcasts right. and be out there, but right. now they know what you look like so they can spot you in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, arms full? Buying- yeah, yeah. Arms <laughs> full. Okay, this is getting hard. Oh, is it- no, just literally. My arms are- yeah. um, what is that like? Like, do you find that there's- you're just a walking, you know, sort of like target for people to sort of, you know, pick your brain on whatever they're. Well, I will say
4: this one of the neat things that has happened in our life that's been different is prior to YEC, we were just the pastor family. And Mm. so people recognized me in our community, not as much Beth. And so that happening, YEC being created here in Nashville, where there is a little bit more celebrity than where we've lived previously, people recognizing Beth so I, mean, I remember one, we did our first Becoming Us live pilot event, and we had come down off the stage, and uh, we were greeting people, and someone came up asking a complex Enneagram question to Beth. And I'm like, I'll just go to the next person. And I could quickly tell they really didn't want to talk to me. Yes.
2: <laughs> and I'm like,
4: are you just wanting to talk to Beth? They're like, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay yeah. That's, that's fine. Uh, can I usher anyone here? Yeah. That's been really, really special for us to see Beth shine mm. but i think it as it relates to people approaching us it doesn't happen a lot
0: well yeah i mean it, it but, doesn't well it was starting to happen and then the pandemic oh
2: happened. yeah yeah
0: oh, and then no sure. one was out so
2: you got right. a breather
0: but no i mean people will you know they will come up or you know it, or, it's or they just... do the
4: picture from the table in the restaurant oh do they yeah yeah where yeah. they're like hey, i think that's who that is over yeah. there
2: yeah
0: no you know here's the thing i a lot of people when we go out with them like or we're we're like you know new to this relationship they literally think and and I understand that I'm like enneagram you know mining them like okay what oh, what type yeah. are they you know yeah. and mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't now earlier on I probably would have done that been thinking through okay what type are they but the enneagram is so deep and so vast and there's so many layers It's like, I don't know what all your motives are. So I really just, I think it was several years ago, I just am like, I am not going to go there unless we actually go there. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit around and guess. So I really just approach conversations just in that way. Now, if someone comes up to me and they say, can I have a, a quick question? Of course, in my mind, my first thought is, it's not a quick question and not, yeah. not in a bad or mean yeah, yeah, it's but, just, yeah. I know it's not, yeah. but actually I, I find it really endearing, you know, because pe- that means people are excited. Yes, they're wanting to too. learn. Yeah. They're wanting to grow. Um, it, it means that they're following us and they're engaged. So for me, it's just, and then they enjoy what we're producing, what we're yeah. giving them. So no, I, I just, I love it. And not in this like a prideful, like, Oh, I love it. Just, you know, come yeah, and see yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's just like, okay, God's doing something. He's moving the needle. And, I need to keep showing up. So for me, it's just a very endearing and reassuring.
4: I, I will share a little bit behind the scenes. Okay.
0: okay.
3: Here
2: we go.
4: Is that oftentimes after a conversation with someone, when we get back to the car, it's like, they're not that number.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, yeah. when we're wow. like,
1: yeah, they don't know what they're talking yeah. about. What,
3: what yeah. What is the most common question y'all get? Is there something that people ask you the most? That's a great question. Thank you. Um,
0: <laughs> I would say probably the the biggest go to would have to be anything to do with relationships. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep.
3: yes. <laughs> Got a quick question in text. That totally
0: <laughs> makes sense. Hashtag quick question. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's usually like, okay, well, who's the worst couple type combination, or who That's should a big I one. not yep. get involved in, or who should I get involved in? And you know, we created forty five.
3: Yes. Courses. Yep. It makes me so happy. I send people to it all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So if you really want to know about your couple type combination, we've got you covered. Um, But in doing all of that kind of research and mapping it all out, it is true that any couple type can be an amazing couple type when they're healthy yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. and
0: their heart is aligned with the truth of the gospel. And any couple type can be off the rails mm-hmm. and doing horrible. Yeah. Well, when we
4: were creating the nine and six course, yeah. it was like, ooh, this isn't going to be good. I don't think they're <laughs> going like, to make these it. These people should
1: oh. never make it. I don't think they're going to make it. it. Yikes.
3: Talk about Yikes. a
1: toxic number group. <laughs> yeah. Here. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But it was
0: so interesting because, you know, we're like working on all of this material of all the other couple types and then we would get down to ours and it, And here we're creating the content. But then when you read it, kind of taking a step back, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, that's so true. And yet the whole point is to show, like, the healthy side. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, that is what we're like when we're doing really well. Um, But, yeah, so – and we just tell people, look, there's no bad couple-type combination. It really is, are you willing to do your own work and grow? And is the other person willing to do their work and grow? Yes. Um, And that's really what we've
3: seen across the board. People ask me all the time to do any of summer couples. And I'm like, that is 45. 45. Chess. Yes. I was like, I'm gonna let I'm gonna <laughs> let, let, let someone else. Your Enneagram coach handle that. I was like, y'all can go That's to right. them. I can't. That's a whole year of podcasting to get exactly exactly every right couple. There. And you get a one if it's a one and a three. Yes. The it's a one wing two and a three wing two. And the people listening want a one-wing nine right. and a three-wing two. And you're like, right. I, can't, I can't, I can't. I can't do all the combinations <laughs> you want. I can't do all the combinations you Absolutely. want. Absolutely. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, because people just want to be as healthy as they can. Yeah. In But particularly, sometimes I think an unhealthy thing that, can, that I can do that I can have a healthy side is if I figure out their Enneagram number, I'll figure out how to make this work. Yes. Yes. And that isn't true. No. It it can be helpful, but it's not, it isn't the key that unlocks a door like I have at times thought it would be. Absolutely. That's
0: exactly right. And
3: if I'm doing my own work and not getting activated by the
0: things that the type nine usually gets activated and I can, you know, align my mind and my heart, yeah, that's going to take that relationship pretty far. But if the other person's not healthy, it can only go so far. Mm. And, you know, because I can't make, let's say if Jeff was that person, um, I can't make him change, though mm-hmm. all of us in marriage thinks that we can. Well, I'm going to tweak this a little bit. I'm going to force him to be like this. But we can't. We have to do our part. And hopefully we can come together and doing our own work separately and then together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the main thing. And so I think the the thing that makes me excited when people ask that question is if they're asking from a place of what can I do for like in myself mm-hmm. to show up, it's when they want to, like, how can I fix my spouse? Oh, gosh. Did you get that a lot,
3: oh, really? I'll, yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, and children. <gasps> yeah. Can I make her change numbers?
0: Yeah. yeah. Children.
3: <laughs> how can I change the number oh, of yeah, my yeah. children? Yeah. You know, oh, that's wow. a
4: really big one because parents wow. are so scared and to think, oh, you can give me a manual for how to parent my child that really challenges me as an adult.
2: Yeah.
4: I, the Enneagram holds that potential hope. But it's not the quick fix. It's not the magic bullet. You're going to have to engage with your child, and you're going to be challenged. I I love Allender's book on children, How Children Raise Parents, Mm. that so much of parenting is dealing with our own stuff Mm -hmm. versus taking it on our kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So that's a big one. What do I do with this kid?
1: (laughs) Quote, unquote.
3: How do you be careful about that? I mean, because even when I'm thinking about so many kids in my life that I love, sometimes the parents and I can go, I wonder if he's a – or I wonder Mm -hmm. if she's a – but so how how do you balance mm-hmm. knowing that everyone is an Enneagram type mm-hmm. and kids kids really shouldn't be, be typed yeah. by their
0: parents? Yeah, I mean, like for us, you know, I started using the Enneagram when my kids were one and three. So that's when I started to like kind of dig in. So then when they were getting a little bit older, it's like, okay, now I know enough. Mm-hmm. What are you guys? You know, but what I realized is it's really about holding a couple numbers loosely Ah. because we really don't know the core motivation. So Mm -hmm. Nate looked a lot like a six, a one and a two had a lot of characteristics in those realms. And it actually ends up that that's his tri type, but Ah. it was like, I didn't know that at the time. I didn't even know what the tri type was, but in that realm, I was like, what, what's going on? So I'd even ask him when he was like nine or 10 years old. Okay. Did you help that kid? Because it's the right thing to do the helpful thing or the loyal thing. And he just looked Ah. at me like, uh, yeah, All of them. like
1: I <laughs> <Mama laughs> just want to put him back.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was like, he didn't even know really how to respond. And I'm like, darn it. Like, come on, yeah. tell me what type yeah. you are. Um, but I just feel like that was God just saying, Beth, just be a student of your son. Get mm, to know him. Don't don't fret so much about getting the box right. And what I realized is that, you know, all nine types have this core longing that I talk about, and they're looking for it to be satisfied. Not only Christ can satisfy that. But if we just really give our kids all nine type core longing messages, which is great, all of us want to know these things, but there's gonna be one that is gonna land on them because it's theirs.
2: Wow. And
0: and occasionally you might find that, but if you just kind of hold a couple of Types loosely, knowing that you don't know their type, then you can just kind of parent from that realm mm-hmm. versus trying to be so specific and try to get it right. Because no matter how you think you get it right, God has His own path for that kid your His own path for you as a parent. And I think it's much more when we're trying to get it right that actually that can, and it's not that the heart behind it is wrong, but we can't get it right. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things that come up. And, you know, as a nine, I'm trying to make little nines. You know, Jeff's trying to make little sixes. You're trying to make little sevens. You know, that's, mm-hmm. well, that's a good goal for us. That that's actually is going to make goal. the world a better place. You just changed sure. some
3: things for me. Thank you, Ben. just changed, <laughs> my, changed my Twitter bio out here making little sevens. Making little sevens. <laughs> but it's true.
0: Like, we have friends that, um, you know, we we're talking about how we pray over our kids. And our type nine was like, oh, I just pray that they'll be compassionate and empathetic and gentle, you know. And the eight just chimed in really quickly. She's like, what? I pray that they're a warrior mm. and that they, they're no be no and they're yes And we just all started laughing like, isn't God just so good? He gives Mm -hmm. these children to us for a very specific reason. And when we can be our healthiest as that parent, then we're going to bring to them not just the healthiest part of our main type, but we're going to actually bring a lot of healthiness from all the other types. Mm -hmm. And that is a great example for them to then follow. But it
4: also frees a parent to become what their child needs. Right. Um, Kurt Thompson, he wrote the soul of shame
0: and and he
4: has a great uh, comment on parenting. He said, the best gift that you can give your kids is to make sense of your own story, to have a coherent kind of understanding of your own story so that your own tendencies don't get in the way of an, misinterpreting your child. Mm. And that's a lot of what happens where we, I mean, even in typing kids, I mean, in, in fi- people finding their type in their 20s, it's always like, I've got my mom or my dad in my head, or this was the family <laughs> role I was expected to fulfill, but it really wasn't me. It's just what my parents wanted. And they think that's their type. It's because they their parents trained them to be that type mm-hmm. versus acknowledging who they are. Uh, and fostering the story that God's given them. Yeah. Which,
1: you know, it's funny. I was actually praying about that this morning. <laughs> but um, I
2: pray a lot.
4: You're a very special. godly Thank man. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I'm starting to glow, and I don't know if you can feel that. There's some vitamin E <laughs> in here. Um, but um, I, I, I think one of the things that I've been thinking about with my kids that I think the Enneagram can be really helpful for, because I agree, I think, like you all have said and Annie has referred to, you know, typing kids is scary business because I think mm-hmm. you can, and I think mainly under how you approach them exactly a point, mm-hmm. Jeff, like that you can really take the stance like, oh, if I got a little four, that's how I'm going to love them. And- yes. You know, if they're not that, which they probably aren't, you're just it's mixed messages, and then you're frustrated, and they're frustrated, and you're like, why aren't you responding to these things you should be loving? If mm. you know, mm-hmm. and two, I think they can probably be nine different types over eleven different years. You know, sure. you can have she was a four when she was five, and she was a five when she was four. You know, it's like you just. <laughs> but I think the thing that I was thinking about this morning is it's funny in my kids. Each of them have you know their personalities, and I'm not typing them, but I can tell when they turn into parts of the things I don't like about myself. Yes, like when any of them start to exhibit one tendencies i get really bristly yeah yeah because that's my you know that's my bad That's bad movement for me yeah if i'm not careful and it gets me really riled up like yeah. when they get very and i'm like yes. don't you hold me you know, like, yes. and, I'm, and and again to your point jeff the more that i can know about my story in, in my number yes. and knowing like, I don't like that because I don't like when I get profet- perfectionistic, when right. I get very demanding, when I get very, it's gotta be this way. And so when I see that in my kids, I was literally thinking about this morning. I was like mm-hmm. I with one of mine especially I was like that is bothering me about them mm-hmm. but that's not their problem that's my right. problem. Yeah. And, that, and-
0: is, that is exactly what I'm hoping with parents. You know this is a story is very similar but my kids were actually teenagers at the time and I was working upstairs probably was when I was writing my first book and they were home for the summer or they maybe they weren't even at college, but you know, they weren't doing school. So they were at home and they're downstairs watching TV and the kitchen was just like a total mess. And it's like, Hey guys, can you clean up the kitchen while I'm working upstairs? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And so they go upstairs for like five hours. And then I come back down and like, they're still in the same spot watching TV and the kitchen hasn't been touched. And what I had to realize is because obviously I got activated and I felt something and I was frustrated But what I realized is I'm coming at it from a type nine angle. Like I literally felt like, see, I'm not being respected. My presence doesn't matter. My voice doesn't matter. I'm not being loved, you know, but that's not what was happening. And and so what was so good is that they were old enough to say, mom, we know that by us doing that and just kind of being mindless, you know, on the couch, that communicated to you that but that is not how we see you that is not what we're trying to communicate nor do we ever think that way but we understand how that landed on you that way and that was really helpful because I I felt like it was true Mm -hmm. that my the false messages in my mind as a nine they were validating it was true that's what it felt Mm -hmm. like yeah but for them to speak into it and just say we don't ever think that way about you. That's not how we see you. It really challenged me that when that comes up in my heart, is that truly what they or others are trying to communicate? Or is that the hardwiring of this side of the fall for the type nine? Mm-hmm. And then how do I counter that? Not so much counter it with other people's messages, like making them come through for me, but how the gospel comes through for me.
2: Yeah. And
0: that was a huge a change in, in my, in my parenting, because I realized I can't, I can't, they can't come through for me the way I need them to, or I think they need, I need them to now, even cause even if they had done the dishes, yeah. I mean, for a second, I've been like, sweet, it got done. But what that showed me was I can still remain healthy. Even if others don't come through for me, it all is going to depend on how I go about it in my mind. now that doesn't mean that we didn't have a conversation and like, Hey guys, when I ask you, <laughs> right? Like I understand you're having fun. It's the summer, whatever, but you know, I was up there for five hours. You know, so and then they owned it, and they were like, "You're right." You know, so we we worked it out. Um, My but, parents would be like, "I don't care about your type. Obey me." Yes, <laughs> yeah,
2: I told you. But, what to
0: but here's what's so great about that is because I grew up totally that same way. Yeah. But here's what what was happening in them, and was it because there's going to be sometimes kids are going to be like, "I don't care about you," and I'm mm-hmm. going to sit here, and and it could be like, "I need to deal with this." Like at right. a heart level, you literally we're trying to just do what you want and you're being selfish. And we have to have that conversation. But for them, it was literally, they just totally got sucked into their own teen world. And so their heart condition wasn't really that it was trying to be disobedient. And so we were trying to focus on, okay, how can we talk about the inner world and what was going on and how it affects other people and honor that space. And because they owned it and they apologized for it, that's a whole different ballgame than if they were like, forget you, mom, you right. know. And, totally, totally. And and that's where I think parenting now can be so incredible with the Enneagram because we're looking at the heart condition. You know, are we at a healthy aligned place or misaligned or out of alignment? whether it's me or them or both of us, and how can we engage that space? And that is what the power of the Enneagram, not just for parenting. It could be bosses and employees. It could be friends, um, especially, obviously, in marriage. It really helps.
4: Yeah. Okay, lighten it up a little bit. We've gone down the path of parenting. <laughs> the path of parenting. The path of parenting. So being well-versed in the Enneagram, mm-hmm. people often share funny, silly things, or just things that they've created themselves. Early on, I remember to be a seven with a seven wing was, mm-hmm. very, was kind of a little yes. joke, like yes. it's okay to be a seven and be an extravagant seven. <laughs> yep. What are other funny things or just silly misapplications of the Enneagram that you have heard?
3: Oh, huh.
4: I'll give you another example. Yeah. Our, our new director of coaching is, has called... His sixness, which Beth sometimes mispronounces as sickness, uh-huh. mm. <laughs> he calls it his
1: sixiness. <laughs>
3: oh, oh, yeah. I like oh, it. Yeah. I like it.
1: Bringing sixy back? Oh, <laughs> oh
3: yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Um, I, you know, I, I don't have a good answer for that. The story that comes to mind is just recently I was with a nine, uh-huh. and when and someone at a restaurant said to the nine, "I think you should order it like this." Yeah, and the nine totally changed the order to what the waiter <laughs> said. <laughs> and when we sat down, I said, "Okay, help me learn." Yeah <laughs> did Did you want it that way? Were you interested, or did you just not want to say no to her? What she you say? know, and uh, that it, he said, I, "I really have never tried it that way." And so I just thought it'd be interesting. And I was like, okay. But so that so that's what comes to my mind is these mm-hmm. funny experiences of, even here at work, we have a lot of threes. We have nines and twos mm-hmm. and me as a seven and a one. Um, threes, nines, twos, one, seven. And, and so it's just really funny when we, mm-hmm. how differently we need to, who needs more time when we're deciding what we're having for lunch?
2: Mm-hmm. You right. know, stuff
3: like that that's really interesting where we're like, Okay, the, the nine no, needs to know what we're having for lunch first. Because yes. it's going to take her a little bit longer to figure out what she wants. <laughs> yeah. yes. So, you know, when it's her birthday, she needs to know the day before. Yes. When it's my birthday, tell me right now what we're ordering, and I'll tell you what restaurant. Yeah. You know? yep. so that's oh, what comes to my mind. Do so you have any, anything of... No,
1: no. I, I mean, it, you nailed it. I, I always laugh. I mean, would you say this all the time? But the number with its own wing yeah. is always funny to me. It's yeah. like enneagram joke, but it always gets me. It's, yeah. like, oh, it's a three or three. But I'm like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, here, here's one that uh, one of our team members. This is the most irritating thing he hears about people talking about the enneagram, uh-huh. and it fires him up every time. It does. And it's, oh well, I'm a one with a six wing. Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm like, oh well, congratulations for making mutant. I've never heard of that. It, <laughs> well,
4: it doesn't work that way. Yeah, Stop yeah.
1: it. Well, the thing. The, so the other thing, if if this is sad, but an, an annoyance of mine, I'm, maybe I'm slipping us into dark territory here. But it is when people say oh, I'm a six and a one. I'm like, oh, well, that's a new thing. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. Does that mean you're a seven? I don't know if that, you know, and it's always with so much bravado. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm a three and a five. Yeah, they're yes. like, oh, I'm a okay.
3: three with a seven wing. And yeah. I'm like, you wish. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, like I get that those were the two highest, but that's not how this works. Right. Like, you, right.
1: you do kind of, I mean, Annie, my Annie always laughs, which we've laughed with yeah. her, Annie Downs. Uh, is like Annie's always like you guys are the worst because you're the only number that likes itself, which is kind of <laughs> true. Like seven's of them like I'm actually, a seven. Two's,
0: two's like them two okay. and nines don't. Sure. They're, well, okay. but it's right.
1: it's funny because I've learned with people when I actually know it, it feels like I can trust someone when there's a little lament when they say their number, no matter what right. number yeah. you're always right. like oh then you probably know enough to actually be right. what you are. I'm right. always nervous about people that come in really hot. And yes. Prompting. Yeah. Yes. And like I'm a five. I'm like no, oh, no, you're not. Well, and really. especially
0: it's one thing that they're like. Yeah, I'm a five. You yeah. Know, and it, cause we don't, we want people to be thankful for how God created them. To right, be right. Us, but
3: usually we know. It mm, comes with you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when it, a four it. comes in and it's like, yeah, I'm a four, I'm like, oh, we're not going to get along. <laughs> we are, I can put hand to heaven right now. <laughs> Our friendship started and ended with that sentence. Cause <laughs> I'm not yeah, here. I'm not here heaven. for a prideful four. Not here for
0: Because. It. For the seven, that it's just we're gonna be so sucked, sucked into all the emotions yes. and
3: the deep world. And the seven's like, no, let's get out and have fun. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. come at me, that like be a, a pool that slides me into the deep. Yes, end. There you you're go. telling me my only option is to tie a weight around my ankle and go to the bottom. Right, and I am not <laughs> out- interested. Yeah. no, yeah. I will I will accidentally slide down that little incline. But yeah, yeah don't force me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and that's how it is for me. Like if if I'm going to be with a bunch of people that are like, okay, we have to make plans. Like you were saying, like make plans and make it right now. What do you want to do the next three years? Let's let's mark it all out right now. And I'm like, I don't even know what I want to do tomorrow. Like, what are you talking about? You know, what, or, what, you
1: one know. of the worst I was going to say, one of the worst things that happens for me when I learn about people's numbers and my sweet sister has been the she's bore the brunt of this a lot of times. She's a five. Uh-huh. So she loves investigating. She loves getting mm-hmm. all the knowledge and having it in a nice little pile. And I, she, we still laugh about this. Like I literally I did this the other day and it was something as weird and masculine is, I'm just kind of thinking about leaf blowers, and I texted her that, and it's just catnip. She's always like, shoot. And she'll like, <laughs> you know, and five minutes later, she would be like, you know, this, Amazon, this one got rated really highly, and it seems like it's great. <laughs> oh, and I'm always great. like, <laughs> my plan worked. You know, <laughs> but she, yeah, I try to do it as much, but like you do learn these little tricks yeah. or, the, mm-hmm. or the stay away froms with each number. Mm-hmm. But when you get mm-hmm. to know your friends and what their numbers are, it, I have to be really careful not to be like, which one of my friends want to do something spontaneous? (gasps) Oh, I know who, you know, or like, you know, I've got to move. What twos do I know? Oh yeah. yeah, You know, like
2: not, not trying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, Not to try to, you know, but it is, you know, it's funny. I, I, we've talked about eights a lot, but eights are really funny to me because they're the ones that I, if I can find you're an eight, the quicker, the better for me, because Mm. I sort of know Mm -hmm. because being married to one, but you know, there is a, and, and all the numbers like that, but for some reason for me, eights are always because there usually is so much energy around them Yeah. that if like, once I know that, I'm like, oh, we are all good. But until then I can be like, man, you, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, it's good to be a lot. Cause that's what you mm-hmm. are. Okay, cool. Let's yeah, roll. Yeah, right. But yeah.
0: you know, it's just all boils down to that understanding, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And once we understand, we can have that compassion and yeah. empathy and mercy grace just
3: all the things and it, yep. it it works then my assistant jenna is a nine and i didn't know i mean i knew she was a nine but we went to buy a fridge for here at the office yeah. and we went to like a dent place where it's just yeah. like pick mm-hmm. one of these right. and i had said to her which way do we want the door to open we want it to open to the left okay and we walk in and i'm like it, it's the, just the two of us and we're walking through and i was like um here are the ones that open to the left that one and she's like what and I was like, yeah, I mean, that one. It opens to left. It seems fine. Can we go? And she was like, yeah, because she works for me, right? Yes. So I have no idea what I'm doing to her yes. by deciding like that. Because sevens, we just go. Right. We just go so fast. In our brains, and we don't always make the best decision, but we'll make the decision. Sure. Oh my. Especially gosh. with a strong eight wing. Oh yeah. I mean, Dave. I quote Dave all the time. He says, oh, "It's." I think it's. He called it a Barnes family motto. You don't have to be right; just be sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and that is how we pick that fridge. And I mean, yeah. probably a year later, Jenna was like, "That was a very hard day for me." Well, and I would love because all I'm thinking is, and i is like, she's probably
0: thinking about all the other people in the office and what do they want? An ice maker or a, an ice maker inside or outside? And do uh-huh. we have to have this and that? And you're. You just made the decision, yeah. you know? So she's probably going, that's awesome. And also very confusing and disturbing all at the same time. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so 100%. here's,
1: here's a quick sidestep with that as an example in two sevens in the room, you and I have found about myself, which is really interesting as a, with my five, you know, five is health. Yeah. But here's the funny thing about me. I can, I literally laughed driving over here about this. Cause we had a moment any night a day. I can make a decision fast and be fine with yeah. it until you push back. And it's like, have you really thought about it? And then I'm like, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Don't do this <laughs> oh, sorry, to me. I've already decided. Don't, don't I've already decided. Me, don't make, don't show yeah. me there's a plethora of options. Yes, just send me a which fridge? Yes. I'm like eh, that one. And then it's like, stop. You can't leave until you spend five minutes thinking about it. And then I'm like, no. Because no. <laughs> yes, no. I'm like sucking my thumb, just pacing. Like, yes. I don't know. There's too many options. There's too many options. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if I've like...
3: made the decision, let me make it. Like, yes. let it be. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. Because
1: I am not equipped to sit and really give things deep thought. It is like it. You can just cut me off the leg. But that's also
3: our strength. Is if somebody needs to make a decision in a circle, sure. Dave and I can make that decision, and yes. we're going to pick the one that we think is actually easiest on everyone. Yeah. We're not going to pick the same. Make the same decision. A yeah, four yeah, is yeah. going to make. Yeah. We're going to go. Okay, this isn't going to hurt anybody. Mm. I bet this is going to be fun. We're because we're we're trying to get get away from the hard. Yeah. so we're going to make a quick decision where the fridge opens the right way and it's cold good I'm just,
1: I'm just putting myself in your scenario which this is what Annie does to me my Annie we'll be if like we're in this scratch and dent place and she's like and I'm, I'm ready she's like okay which one we want you know here's our parameters it opens to the left and it's gray I'm like oh, that one's gray there's two of them and I like that one she's like great and then she would be like why do you like that one I'm like it
2: opens to the left and it's gray and I'm done and then she'll want to you
1: know because she's gone let's make a good decision and I'm like, I like just making a decision. Yes. I don't know that to be a good one. Yes. <laughs> does it get us out of here and get us a fridge? Yes and that, yes.
3: Does it get this done? <laughs> Great. Yes. Great. Right.
1: But it is such a – it's a weakness I didn't know about me that if – because Annie is so big about, she'll always answer. So like, well, why that one? Are you sure it's not? And then I'm like, okay, this is where I start to evaporate. Like I'm going to turn <laughs> into a ghost and fly away. Evaporate. You know, like I can't handle this many yes. decisions. Well, yeah.
4: Beth has been recently very, very patient and kind with me. Uh, as a six, sometimes making decisions are very, very difficult because uh, I'm thinking through all of yeah, the all different the options, yeah, yeah. Uh, both good and bad. And I particularly got fixated. We recently moved to a new home, and I got fixated on wanting to put an aquarium in my new office. Ooh. Okay. And I had it. another aquarium, and then uh, whenever I left my last pastoral position, I've not had one since. And I really wanted to do this one right, make it super cool. What do
3: you like about aquariums?
4: I didn't invite you into my heart. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my very God.
2: Very fair, very fair. <laughs> <laughs> And comes with just, Jesus. I don't know if you know that. She
4: just asked me that. What was that today? Yesterday?
0: Yeah, yesterday. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Um, I One, it is the the all the dynamics. It challenges me. Ah. That's where my fiveness shows up the most. Mm-hmm. Because it's its own ecosystem about right? everything Literally. has to work together for everybody to thrive. And so when I think about our team... It's expressed in that way as well, the Y U C team is that if the ecosystem is right, everybody's thriving. Wow. wow. And so it's more about the group and make, making making the fish.
0: And you said that it brings some calm.
4: That's oh, right, for sure. You know, I yeah, totally just get that. Seeing them play yeah, and yeah. swim and hide so funny. It's and it's for
0: the very first reason that you said that I, I literally have nothing to do with this fish thing, but look at it. Like he knows as a nine, I don't want complexity. I don't want to know all the ecosystem like Like, if it could just sit there and it just do its thing, that's fine. But if there's complexity and I have to know a bazillion things, like, forget it. Like, I'm out. out. So he does it. And I'm like, that's so fascinating that you like that stuff. Like, you want to know all the things. And, you know, that's just how we're so wired. So, yeah. So he.
4: I got stuck. I could not make a decision. And then finally, some good friends with their son. I I gave them my old aquarium because I wanted a bigger one. And I gave them all the resources. And they just took the old aquarium, dumped it in the new, threw in the fish, and they were off and running.
0: Wow! And Jeff's like, you can't you can't you do can't that. do that
4: you can't do that. Why why did they do that? They're going to kill the fish. What? <laughs> that's right. So I, and I, their
0: I, fish are doing just fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> <All right. right. laughs>
4: But uh, Beth was very kind and just kind of said, "Hey, do do you want me to help you get this started? Like mm-hmm. you you seem stuck." Yeah. And so that's why Beth would have helped me with my mm-hmm. six decisions. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're
3: yeah. very kind. Well, your decisions
0: I, are real sexy. I <laughs> hey, thank hey. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try. And then, and then there's times I'm not, but well guys, you know, we'll just wrap this up. I just want to say thank you so much for just being a part of YEC and Beth McCord at mm. the beginning and just seeing, you know, me and seeing what I offer and kind of calling it out. It was just such a joy to have that experience. And then to just kind of see how you guys have used the Instagram and how you're spreading it, you know, mm. to others um, in good ways and just using it in your own, you know, friendship and uh, married life as well. So well, I've
1: told you, I want I, I want to encourage you before we leave. I think, and I, Told you this every time that we've talked about it. I think one of the great things about what you guys are doing is I think this um, personality profiling, <clears throat> profiling. I'm getting emotional. You're not supposed to call it that. The Lord is stopping you. The You're Lord, not, yeah, He's <laughs> <gonna> stopping. <laughs> no, um, the danger with it is it really can become its own thing. Yeah, and I think it's really easy to because it is so, in my opinion, it's so helpful. Mm. It can become a way of thinking about the world that turns religious. Yes. you know, and it, and it has its own power to sort of become this thing that sits on its own. Right. Um, And I think something I've always, always appreciated about what y'all do, because honestly, I went through a season where I got really into it and then I almost went as, because I saw what it was doing. I saw that, one, in my heart, but I think, too, I would see people kind of start ditching um, how can I get to know myself? Well, spend time with the Lord, read your Bible, go to church, be in community, and it suddenly became how do I get to know myself? Well, just read more Enneagram books about sevens, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I know myself. And I think there was a real danger as it's, as it's grown in popularity. And one of the things that I so appreciate about y'all is that it's always been gospel centric. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an ornament on the tree. That is what we believe in, in our Christian faith. It's right. not the tree. Right. And so I've always, always celebrated, especially what you guys do. And I think as I've gotten older and more people want to get into it, I tend to point them y'all's way. Cause I'm mm. like, you know, it's a, such a phenomenal thing, but just like anything out of context, can oh, be really yeah. dangerous. Absolutely. Um. And <clears throat> so I've just, You know, to encourage y'all, I think it's so great Mm. the way that y'all contextualize it in a bigger narrative than just to leave it on its own. Yeah, you know.
4: Sometimes I think people think our bookshelves are covered with Enneagram (laughs) books and they don't realize that our path our together, our life together has been so much bigger Mm -hmm. that even at times when people come to us and they're like the raving fans of the Enneagram, we're like, Hey, you need to you need to slow your roll a bit because yeah. <laughs> uh, you're into this enneagram thing more than we are, and we yeah. do this yeah. as a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. That's
3: yeah. really well said. And I, I yeah. think since we're celebrating the birthday party, I, or the one year birthday party of the um, podcast, I think it's such an honor that we get to be in people's ears that mm-hmm. like they are living their lives and we are we have their full attention right now. Yeah. And what y'all have done this year of giving us tools and language for doing our life based on our Enneagram type, but including the gospel, mm. has changed people's lives. Mm. And mm. so I'm just really thankful. I love the podcast. I'm thankful for what y'all do. And and particularly in this medium that Dave and I both love being in as well. Uh, it has been such a gift to mm. have a trusted gospel-centric Enneagram podcast that um, helps me. So Mm. I'm really thankful. Well, thanks, guys. This was really special. Thanks for
0: celebrating the one year. Yeah, happy birthday! Yay! Well, that was so much fun, and I'm sure you could tell. And we're so thankful for Annie and Dave joining us to celebrate our podcast, One Year Celebration.
4: Well, just like Annie and Dave played an important role in the development of Your anger Coach by recognizing Beth, we also want to say thank you to you as our listeners for making all of this possible. Thank you for subscribing and listening to the show faithfully and for sharing it with your friends.
0: Well, and as we say, thank you, we are giving you a birthday gift. We want to give away one free year of membership to our Enneapath community. So one lucky listener is going to win a one year membership. Here's what you need to do to enter to win. Share this episode of the podcast or any of your favorite episodes from your Enneagram coach, the podcast on Instagram, and be sure to use the hashtag YECbirthday every time you share you'll be entered to win and don't forget to tag us at your enneagram coach then we will announce the winner in the next few weeks on our instagram page
4: also check out the links in the show notes to find ways that you can connect with annie and dave there are also some links to some of beth's interviews on annie's shows and her ennea summer series which featured beth as the enneagram expert
0: yeah And as we go about our week, let's remember the Enneagram reveals our need for Jesus, not our need to work harder. It's the gospel that transforms us. Thanks, guys, for joining us.